0: Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. And I to the show.
1: Steve Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 720 AM, Cade on the Talk of Las Vegas, hour number two on this Monday edition of the show. Bottom of the hour, we're going to be covering the RNC, a lot going on, caught a little bit of it at break, and it uh, looks like they've got some pretty good speakers And it just looks aesthetically better. I mean, I I look, I'm a conservative. Yeah, I'm an independent. I'm not a registered Republican. So, you know, it just looks better aesthetically. And uh, we'll talk about that at the bottom of the hour, what's going on. And, of course, take your questions and calls at that point. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. If you're just joining us in this hour, the first hour, we're talking about what happened in Wisconsin. Police shooting. Jacob Black, 29-year-old black man, was shot seven times. Not fatally. He's still alive in critical condition. Thank God we want no one to die. But the whole issue right now is, did the cops pull a George Floyd? And I don't believe that they did. I believe what I see with my own eyes, and that is this man was told to stand down and comply a number of times. He refused. My understanding is a taser ensued. That didn't work. He leaves the front of his SUV He proceeds to walk to his SUV, open up his driver's door, jump in there, at least try to grab something out of there, and he was shot seven times. Now, of course, the governor of Wisconsin is saying that there's an investigation that will ensue, but yet still criticizes the police, despite him admitting that we don't have the details. But of course, what do you expect from a Democrat like Governor Tony Evers? And, of course, Wisconsin is a state that, well, Joe Biden needs to win. Isn't it sad that we'll politicize things? Isn't it sad that the police officers cannot make these emergency decisions when their life is on the line? Now, some will say he was unarmed. Well, maybe he was unarmed when he was at the front of his SUV. But when you have guns drawn on you, and you were given the order to comply and stand down, and you don't do it, and yet you keep walking away from the cops, you go into your SUV, your back's facing, you don't know what he's pulling out. Wouldn't you have shot? Yes, I think you would have shot. I know I would have. Maybe that's why I'm not a cop. I don't think the cops did anything wrong. I'm looking at this. Don't forget the guy was wanted for a sexual assault. The cops were responding to a domestic issue. I don't think the cops did anything wrong. Now, of course, evidence will come out and will determine. And if evidence supports that they, in fact, did, well, then they need to pay a dear price for that. I doubt that's going to be the case here. Let's say you friends, did the cops do what was right? Did they do what was necessary? I mean, riots are already happening. I mean, uh, you know, Kenosha, Wisconsin is now on fire and, and, you know, armed rioters are coming out trying to scream George Floyd part two, but I say not so fast. Seven zero two two five seven five three nine six. Let's get right back to our busy calls and let's jump over to Bud. You're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Bud, you with me? All right. Let's go ahead and jump over now to line seven. Kevin, you're next. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Steve. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well always when I listen to your show. I appreciate hey, I that. just want to say, uh that guy was a violent offender. He's reaching for something. They're not supposed to stand around and wait to get shot. So he got what he had coming. And uh, I don't understand. They got such a big uproar. I think it was three weeks, a month ago, when the uh, tr- black Trump supporter got gunned down in uh, Wisconsin. <clears throat> I didn't see no uproar for that. And I didn't see no uproar for the five-year-old kid that was unarmed that got shot in front of his two sisters, seven, eight years old. I didn't see no I agree. uproar. When the I lady agree. said, all lies... Matter got shot, so it just goes to show you how phony and discriminating that the uh, Democrat side of the politics is. And when I say discriminating, if people don't understand what I'm saying, just go to church on Sunday. Okay, you can go stomp around out in the streets all you want, but you can't go to church. And then you got Pelosi who wants to stand up there and yell about the Constitution, but well, the Constitution says our religion should not be infringed on for any reason. I don't hear her screaming about that. So that's no, just uh, another phony deal there,
1: too. Well, and, uh, yeah, I agree, Kevin. Great, great call. And, and I agree. And I'm glad you brought up, especially the five-year-old little boy. Uh, where the hell was the media? Why wasn't there riots? Do, do you see the difference? Do you see the difference from the pandering and the obsessive, crazed behavior of burning one's neighborhood down? Do you see any of the friends or family of the little boy that was brutally murdered burning their cities down? I mean, come on now. Let's just be intellectually honest. Hey, you can say whatever you want. I'm saying let's be intellectually honest. If you're going to act like a thug and a criminal, you're a thug and a criminal. I don't care what color you are. I mean, what do you want me to say? You want me to sit here and be nice and pretend that, no, I'm not going to pretend about anything. If you have the attributes of being a thug and a criminal, it doesn't matter what damn color you are. You could be blue with purple polka dots all over you. It doesn't matter. Behaviors are your own decision, period. Let's jump right back to our busy calls and go over to Tasha, I believe. You're next. Welcome to the show.
2: Hi, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, thank you.
2: So this whole, uh, sorry, I was gonna say George Floyd. This whole Jacob, uh, Blake situation that happened last evening, it was tragic. It definitely was. I did watch the video. I was just, um, uh, in class for my CCW Saturday. Was trained by Maggie here in Las Vegas. She had informed us, you're, go- when you're in a situation like that, you gotta think. Are you there to shoot and kill? Or are you there to stop the threat? Mm-hmm. That situation that was happening last evening, yesterday, there was a threat of him walking around the vehicle, going into his vehicle. And there was children in the vehicle. We don't know if he would have grabbed a weapon, shot the children, shot everybody else. I mean, the cops were there for a domestic
1: call. Correct. So, yeah, and you I mean, don't and you don't know if he would have grabbed the children and held them in a hostage situation.
2: Exactly, my point right there. It was it's a sad situation, but I I stand with with the police. They did what they needed to do to stop the threat.
1: I agree. I agree. Yes. Maggie does a good job. Is she still doing stuff over there at Bass Pro Shop?
2: Oh yes, she's amazing. She's great. Uh, she was highly recommended by a, a couple of my uh, friends. And I I went Saturday uh, this past weekend, and it was wonderful.
1: It was great. Well, good. Well, good. And I appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, You know, I'm with Tasha on this. My eyes don't deceive me. Friends, look, let's just be intellectually honest. It's common sense. How brave or stupid do you have to be if cops are holding guns pointed at you saying, comply? Stand down, comply, but yet you decide to do the opposite. Do you think maybe you deserve to get shot at that point? Especially if you're walking away from them, proceeding to your SUV, opening the door and going inside and what looks like to be reaching for something. What is the cop supposed to do? Let's go right back to our busy calls. Kevin, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, are you still with me? All right, looks like Kevin has left the building. Let's jump over to BC. You're next. Welcome to the show. Hey, man, I wanted
0: to comment on the RNC. Absolutely. Are you watching the... Yeah, so, like, uh, I don't know if you saw Herschel Walker's speech, which is incredible, and then... Uh, this guy, Vernon Jones, I've never even heard of him before. This is like, oh, yeah,
1: he's the state the, uh, senator out in Georgia.
0: Yeah, he, I guess he resigned or he's a Democrat, right? Well, he spoke He's too. a Democrat, yeah. Yeah, he spoke too at the RNC after Herschel Walker and the only people covering this right now, I don't have cable, so I just have local TV, nothing, CBS, NBC, ABC, all of them, Fox even, Channel 5, nothing, nobody's covering it at all. It's just regular, you know, traffic and weather. PBS has it on and, uh, when, these, when uh, Vernon Jones started his speech, man, it was electrifying. They actually cut
1: him out. They faded him out and then eventually cut him out. And then they started to go off on a different tangent, like how Trump might be a racist. It's, it's incredible. Well, yeah, so, I mean, it's just it's total simple. bias. PBS is totally biased. I mean, totally libtard. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I appreciate uh, PBS. Uh, I do. Um, it's done some good. Uh, when we rewind history at one time, I'm just not so certain how great it is today i don't really watch it and i appreciate the call bc i'm getting close to break but um this is who the democrats are and uh, this is who they are this is what they do you know pbs was the was you know a distributor of mr rogers and i liked mr rogers i think you know most kids grew up and he taught some good principles in terms of you know family and race and character building doesn't matter if you're to the left or the right because when you're a kid you don't say you're a republican or a democrat you're just a kid And I think those character traits that Mr. Rogers brought, distributed by PBS, was a good thing. I mean, I think it was a good thing. Today, I'm not so certain. I think today, most of the crap they distribute is quite confusing. It's very transgender-oriented and and not very much family values-oriented. And that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. 702-257-5396. Is how you weigh into the program. Yeah. The RNC is going on right now. Vernon Jones. I mean, look, you know, a lot of uh, Democrats are very angry with him. Uh, he's been on CNN. He's been on some others. I remember when he was on CNN and I don't recall if it was with Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper or Cuomo, one of those, um, lunatics, but, um, they weren't very happy that Vernon Jones was talking about Trump and conservatism and the Democrats want this guy out. I mean, they, this is the way the Democrats operate. But, you know, I mean, I was on Chris Salcedo's show earlier today on Newsmax, and I was on with Michael Reagan, Ronald Reagan's son, and uh, we both discussed the RNC, the vision, what's going to be happening, what's not going to be happening, what Trump needs to do, et cetera. So when we come back, let's take a couple more calls on hold from our first hour, and then let's just go ahead and get into the RNC business because there's a lot of business there to discuss. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. on the brink you're experiencing Steve Sanchez all right welcome back to the program Steve Sanchez hanging out with you on this Monday edition of the show 702 5396 is how you weigh into the conversation let's go ahead and grab a couple calls that are on hold Dave you're next Welcome to the program.
0: Hey, Steve. How you doing tonight?
1: Very good. How about yourself?
0: Hey, good. Hey, I saw you earlier on uh, Newsmax, man. You look pretty good, dude.
1: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Hey, listen. You know, I was watching Newsmax. They have all of it on Newsmax. On the show, excellent.
1: Newsmax is a good... Good platform. Chris Ruddy is great, and he's the CEO of Newsmax. And you know, Dave, Newsmax is what Fox News was when it started in 1996, and they're unapologetically conservative, which is great.
0: Right, right. You know, you know. Uh, they, I know. They, they, I was watching uh, the. Let's see, uh, thing with a Spicer and Company, and he was talking about Mister Biden. Mm-hmm. Wow, I guess it was all script there for 2020.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Sean, Sean Spicer does a good sh- uh, good show. I, I'm a frequent guest on, on Sean's uh, show as well. Uh, but right. Uh, right now, you know, Newsmax is holding live the RNC convention, which is great. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's which it's is nice. So you don't have to worry about watching it on live stream. You see it right there on Newsmax.
0: Right, right. Then I was watching the uh, the father of the daughter. She was covered up for the Oh, that's...
1: That, that took me that took my breath away yeah just yeah no good stuff
0: plot. it was just uh, well on
1: me uh, no good well. stuff man good stuff All right. well I certainly appreciate the call man thank you and appreciate the compliments and hope you call back sometime soon Dave um, you know I'll, I'll tell you it's, it's, it's troubling to me a little bit that a lot of news networks don't cover what is an important aspect of of our society. And that's the conventions. I believe a news media channel has a responsibility to cover the Republicans just as they do the Democrats. We are a country with a two political party system. Now, I know there's other parties out there, Libertarian, some others, but, you know, realistically, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans are the two mainstream political parties. And I am a huge advocate of, well, giving equal time if necessary to both. I'm not a journalist. Okay. I'm a commentator. So my show's different. I'll, I'll have a Democrat on, but I'm biased. I'm a conservative. I'll be the first to tell you, but I'm talking about news platforms. Journalists, I think, have a responsibility. In fact, I don't think I know to be, uh, impartial, but sadly, you're just not having that anymore. And that's why I don't have a problem these days with Newsmax being unapologetically conservative, because it doesn't seem like CNN or MSNBC or CBS or ABC uh, or, or um, now even Fox News. They don't have a problem with being biased and, and their bias uh, center to the left. Now, even Fox News. Trust me when I tell you this, even Fox News center to the left. Seven zero two two five seven five three nine six is how you weigh into the conversation. You know, before we get into the RNC stuff uh, here at the next segment, as we were talking about in the first hour with the shooting in Wisconsin, you know, the systemic racism thing continues to keep getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Like, for instance, I don't know if anybody contact uh, or caught um, the Clippers Montrezl Harrell uh, when he called uh, Luca Doncic a bitch ass white boy okay and i don't appreciate that because i wouldn't want luca to call him a bitch black bitch ass black boy okay i wouldn't want that either but it seems that we're so on we're, we're 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 today so unfair to one color that it's wrong I don't care if you're black, white, or brown, any color in the crayon box. We've got to stop this. And there was a time when the NBA and the NFL and Major League Baseball, even hockey, just went and played sports. They didn't see color. They just went and played sports. There's black players, white players, Asian players, Hispanic players, just played sports. So today... You know, if we're going to be in this sensitive systemic racism type issue that we keep facing, then why isn't Harold in trouble for saying what he said to Luca? Because if it was reversed, there would be hell to pay. That's the point I'm trying to make with all of this. We got the police shooting in Wisconsin, which looks to be justified, but he was a black man, so you're going to say police killed him unnecessarily because they're hunting down our black men in the streets. That's not true. You know it, and I know it. And this is why the RNC is an important event this week, because you're going to see and hear the difference of what America's supposed to be like. When we get back, we're going to cover it. This is Steve Sanchez. Don't go away. Flying by, once again, day one of the RNC convention is almost over, friends. And, of course, tomorrow night we're going to be discussing a lot more because I still have to go watch it in its entirety. I can only see little tidbits here as we go to break. I know Nikki Haley was just speaking at the convention. And what I've seen so far, I do like Now, I was on Chris Salcedo's show earlier today, as I said, and Chris had asked me specifically, you know, Steve, what do you think the Republicans should do this week? And I said, look, just be yourselves. Show your love for country, patriotism, the first amendment, the second amendment. You know, do not be embarrassed to talk about God and family and country. Do not be embarrassed to say that you are the party of law and order, not lawlessness. And I believe if the Republicans just do that, The American people can see the difference. I mean, I was on with Michael Reagan, Ronald Reagan's son, and Michael Reagan said something interesting. He said, look, you don't have to keep pointing out Biden's flaws. The American people will see Biden's flaws. They already see Biden's flaws. And when the debates happen, they will get to witness Biden's flaws. And Michael made a lot of sense. In saying that, and you know, he talked about how his father, Ronald Reagan, the great Ronald Reagan, you know, handled his campaigns and he reminded us. Many of us were just young when Reagan was in office. I was, you know, in junior high and then of course in high school. But, you know, when Reagan, uh, was running back then Michael Reagan reminded us that you know they were saying his father was a racist too and his father was this and his father was that so he said you know the Democrats are, are more vicious today but they were doing the same things they did then they're doing them now why am I telling you this because when we look at the Democrats last week and we look at their convention, and we look at them omitting under God from the National Anthem, uh, excuse me, the Pledge of Allegiance, and and then you see some of the guests that they have. It was a bash Trump agenda. That's all it was. Bash Trump. He's a racist. He's a homophobe. He's responsible for COVID-19. He doesn't know how to handle the pandemic. I mean, that's all it was. There was no clear vision, no clear vision of hope and, you know, what the second term is going to look like that will take us on to this next generation because the Democrats don't have it. So President Trump today released his second term agenda. And this is going to be discussed a lot this week at the convention. But I, I like... The idea that President Trump has, and I think this is important for you to understand the agenda for these next four years. Number one is jobs. He's talking about jobs. He wants to create 10 million new jobs in 10 months. I believe he can do it. We saw him already do it with the way the economy grew when he got elected. So there, there's a lot of good things that he can do uh, with jobs. And uh, he wants to eradicate COVID-19. Wants to develop a vaccine by the end of 2020. Wants us to return to normal in 2021. Making all critical medicines and supplies for healthcare uh, workers in U.S. You know, screw China, basically. Uh, and refill stockpiles and prepare for future pandemics. I think that's very important because we're kind of caught short this time around, even though the mainstream media won't tell you that. He wants to end our reliance on China. He wants to tackle healthcare in terms of protecting social security and Medicare. Uh, you know, cut prescription drug prices, put patients and doctors back in charge of our healthcare system, you know, lower healthcare premiums, which we all need. I mean, we were fed a bill of goods with Obamacare and now our health insurance costs are out of the, out of control and, and breaking the bank for many families. One of his uh, items is education. And, of course, draining more of the swamp. Passing congressional term limits. I love this. I love that this is on the list. Passing congressional term limits. I think we absolutely need to tackle that. Defending our police. Ending illegal immigration. Protecting American workers. Innovating for the future regarding 5G, the Space Force, and many other things that he has on this list. Uh, and just continue to push America first foreign policy, you know, stopping the endless wars, bringing our troops home, getting our allies to pay their their fair share, which I think he's done a good enough job and just needs to be better. So this is his second term agenda. The DNC had nothing like that. Joe Biden has nothing like that. Joe Biden's agenda is, uh we must defeat Trump and end COVID-19. I have a plan to do it. I can fix it. I can fix it. That's Joe Biden. 47 years, and he can fix everything. And, well, he's part of the problem that broke it. And he was eight years as Barack Obama's vice president. So if Joe Biden had all the answers... To so all of the problems that plague America, you would have thought that he would have given Barack Obama the answers. But they had Joe Biden locked in a the basement then too. It's funny that Newt Gingrich said that Trump will win. Uh, Trump's win is going to be dramatically bigger than expected, and I'm going to tell you why. Because of this continued ridiculous hoax called systemic racism. The American people aren't stupid. The American people are starting to witness how they're being toyed with, how they are political chess pieces in this game of chess. And the American people don't like it. I mean, am I wrong here? I mean, are you getting tired of, you know, seeing a, a police officer involved shooting? And yes, he's a black man in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was unarmed. However, he didn't comply. He didn't stand down. He goes into the driver's uh, side of his vehicle, uh, and it looks like he's grabbing something, and the police had to shoot him. Now, he hasn't died, thank God, but he's in critical condition. But aren't you tired of the mainstream media putting the headlines out that police shoot unarmed black man in the back seven times? without having the full story, without the full investigation ensuing. The same media people that do this will be the first ones dialing 911 if someone's breaking into their house. This has got to stop. It's insane, but the American people are starting to see that. More and more and more. More in the black community are starting to see that. More in the Hispanic community are starting to see that. And this is why I believe that tonight the RNC is going to hit a home run. They already have. And Don Jr. speaking right now, talking about, you know, people of faith under attack. Yes, people of faith are under attack. The second amendment is under attack. Our police are under attack. This is, com- this is, this is happening. This isn't stopping. This isn't stopping. And in fact, Joe Biden, Joe Biden has said, that he's prepared to shut the United States down to stop the coronavirus. I mean, this is what an a Biden administration would look like. I'm not to mention that, you know, China would pretty much own the country because China owns Biden. Let's just be intellectually honest there. And it's something to hear Nancy Pelosi say that, you know, Trump And his Republican allies are the domestic enemies of the state? No, I don't think so. You know who the enemies of the state are? You know who the domestic terrorists are? Are these Black Lives Matter protesters now going into residential places? They're going with drums and loud music, fireworks, and they're taking bright, shining flashlights and flashing these flashlights into the homes of residents. Yeah, I mean, what the hell is this? And they're basically saying, get out of our homes. I mean, what would you do? I mean, seriously, think about this. And the media is quiet about it. Joe Biden's quiet about it. In fact, Joe Biden today calls the shooting in Wisconsin, you know, uh, systemic racism. Doesn't know what's going on doesn't take the time to allow an investigation to ensue, but just comes out and does more political pandering and says, yep, systemic racism here, that's what it is. It's incredible to me. It's absolutely incredible to me. And if you think that a Biden presidency is really going to benefit you more than a re-election of Donald Trump. Let's just look at Virginia. And I told you, already in Massachusetts, they're already doing this, and they already are enforcing this for schools. But in Virginia, the health commissioner said that he is going to mandate, hear me, mandate COVID-19 vaccines for all state residents in the state of Virginia. He's going to make sure that once it's available to the public, it is a mandate This is Dr. Norman Oliver. I told you, this is what's coming. This is what you'll get in a Biden administration. Draconian, totalitarian leadership, a new world order agenda, ushering in not just the vaccine, but eventually a chip, because that's where it's all going. That's where it's all going. Believe me when I tell you. So I've been saying this for weeks and weeks. Now you're getting some states coming out and saying they'll absolutely mandate it. Civil war? Yeah, possibly. I mean, what do you make of it? If it happened in Nevada, what would you do? Mandating a vaccine? What would you do? You're already wearing a mask to go into Albertsons. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. 702-257-5396. Seriously, friends, just look at the complete difference between the RNC and the DNC. Just look at the difference based on solutions for all people, based on protecting our borders, based on giving control back to the people. This is the difference. This is what we want. Why would we want to have more totalitarian government mandating things that we should have the right to choose on? I mean, the state of Virginia mandating? Mandating a vaccine? That means if you live in the state of Virginia, the Commissioner of Health is saying, I have the authority to mandate immediate immunizations during a public health crisis if a vaccine is available, and that's what he said he's going to do. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah, it's coming to a state near you. Trust me when I tell you this, unless we do the right thing in November. Again, phone lines are open, 702-257-5396. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, let's go right back to these calls. Don't go away.
0: Kings over now i guess it's time to let you go but i don't no i don't mind at
1: all it's getting so you We're never know when are better what a on. busy Monday night, and we've got a lot more to talk about. But tomorrow night, you want to make sure you join us again because we've got a lot to discuss regarding the RNC. You know, Newsmax TV is doing a really good job of carrying it live. And, uh, you know, Kamala Harris, obviously, you know, Kamala Harris is out there. Uh, attacking the president. She's one of his most fierce, uh, fiercest opponents. I like the way Newsmax TV really brings it full circle and exposes Kamala Harris for her gun rights issues, which she wants to take away. She really does. She's got religious freedom issues, meaning that she doesn't really like the Bible that much or at least allow you liking the Bible that much. Socialist taxes, spending programs, abortions rights, cancel culture this is Kamala Harris and newsmax TV as I said they're doing a great job tonight on the RNC they've got a new primetime show it's with Grant Stinchfield it exposes radical Kamala every night 5 pm Pacific make sure you tune into newsmax to watch Stinchfield you can catch them on Cox Centurylink dish direct many of the other cable outlets just check your local listings and of course you can also download the free newsmax TV app On your smartphone, that's what I do. You can watch it any time of the day on demand. Make sure you check out Stinchfield. It does a great job, for sure. Newsmax TV, real news for real people. Again, doing a great job covering the RNC. All right, let's go ahead and go to line three. Mike, you're next. Welcome to the program.
0: Hey, Steve, this is ridiculous. It's gotten out of hand. We've got to get this country back in order. There's no racism. They're trying to overthrow the government. Everything you say, I agree with.
1: Well, I appreciate that. And you know what's so frustrating, Mike, is that you know it, I know it, so many people know it, but yet these Democrats really think they're going to pull this coup off. And I'll tell you this, Mike, I've never been more confident in my life. Trump's going to win re-election. There's no question in my mind.
0: Steve, he has to win. If he doesn't, I've bought two guns. I'm looking at buying another one.
1: Were you ever a gun owner prior?
0: No, I wasn't. But I have family members that are in the police force. My grandfather was a World War I vet.
1: So you got to a point where you said, Man, the country is going so upside down with all the chaos. I better take advantage of my Second Amendment and protect my family because, my God, I've never seen anything like this in my life.
0: That's exactly it.
1: Yeah, you and so many others, Mike. I appreciate the call. Got to bounce. This is the small segment before we wrap it up. But um, you and so many others, Mike. I mean, gun sales, ammunition sales are through the roof. There's a reason for it. So the RNC, look, this is their convention this week. That was very critical with the Democrats because, I'll be honest with you, I don't agree with anything. In their agenda. And I tried to find something. I mean, I did. You know, I watched every night after I do the show. I had it on demand. I'd watch it. I tried to find something that I can connect with and I couldn't. And the biggest thing for me, and that's me, and it may be you as well, is when you omit. Under God from the Pledge of Allegiance, that tells me you are a godless party because you did it in 2012 on the floor of then the Democratic National Convention of 2012. Three times you denied God on the floor to remove God from your platform. Therefore, you're godless to me. Not saying all Democrats are godless. That would be unfair, but the Democratic party as a whole has said, we don't care about God. So my question to my Democrat friends are, why are you still a Democrat? Just can't go become a registered independent and call it a day? I mean, maybe that's a, you know, uh, time to talk to Jesus, <laughs> because that just doesn't make sense to me. All right, look, calls on hold. I apologize. I couldn't get to everybody tonight. We'll be back on tomorrow night. The stevesanchezshow.com website's where you can find me 22 hours of the day when I'm not here behind the microphone. My good friend Ken Thompson, SportsX Radio, is up next. Keep it right here. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be back tomorrow night. God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side.
0: You've been listening to Steve Sanchez.
1: For more of Steve. Visit the Steve